Dr. Emily Funk Reynolds, and you are listening to the Confessions of a Young Doctor podcast, where we are striving for a balance at work and at home so that we can be the best for our patients, our family, and most importantly, for ourselves. Hi guys, I am recording this week's episode a little bit early, so instead of my usual Sunday night, it is actually Thursday night. And the reason for that is because I am headed to the AAO, American Association of Orthodontics meeting, and I will still be there um, over this weekend and on Monday. So I wanted to get this episode recorded and ready so that I don't have to worry about it while I'm gone. Um, And I'm having one of those, you know, nostalgic moments this week as I head to this conference because it is actually the first time that I will be going to the AAO meeting because the two years prior, the conference was held virtually uh, due to COVID and the pandemic. So it is actually back in person for the first time since I've been an ortho resident. So um I am excited, a little bit nervous because I've never actually experienced it before, but looking forward to, you know, connecting with other orthodontists now that I am one. Um, And it's funny because this week also um, at the office where I work, we have a high school intern. And um, so it's basically a high school student that's interested in dentistry, orthodontics, who comes and does almost like a co-op with us for the whole school year. And today was her last day. Um, And also one of our part-time assistants just graduated from college and she is applying to dental school Um, and she actually asked me to write her a recommendation letter and um it's just so crazy because I feel like that was me not so long ago um where I was you know wanting to get into dental school um or going off to college you know hoping that I would become a dentist one day little did I know that I would actually specialize and become an orthodontist um but now you know those people are asking me for my help um and it's just a little bit of perspective um and i'm trying to take a moment to appreciate how far i've come so far in this journey and um while i'm very focused on you know doing better and advancing my practice and my career and you know, my personal life, my professional life, all of that. Um, I think sometimes we get so focused on moving forward and what's next, what's next, that we don't take the time to appreciate all that we have accomplished. Um, And, you know, just the combination of finally being an orthodontist and going to this meeting of other orthodontists and then having those two people, you know, kind of a few steps behind where I am now um, in my life and asking me for my advice is just a good reminder 
of that. So um, if you haven't lately, just take a second and think about how far you've come and give yourself credit for that because uh, as we all know, it took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to get to this point and don't don't gloss over that. So, okay, that's my uh, <laughs> update nostalgic talk for the week. Um, to the topic of this podcast, I want to talk a little bit about naming my practice and why I decided to name it, what I named it, um, and just kind of my perspective on it. So I think there are, when it comes to naming a dental practice or pretty much any like medical practice, I think there are three kind of buckets that it could fall into. So one is to name it after yourself, after the doctor um, or doctors. Two is to name it after the location. And three is to name it something totally different. That's just like a, um, a brand, I guess you could say, um, or a buzzword. Um, and as you guys know, if you follow along with my office at all, um, I chose the first option to name my practice after myself. But that was actually something that I toiled a lot over um, and a lot of pros and cons and thoughts went into that decision. So I just want to kind of walk you through my thought process. And um, as you'll see, I don't think any one of these three is better than the other. Um, I think that it just depends on your perspective on it and, um, you know, what your future goals are for your practice. So hopefully this can help kind of put things into perspective. So let's start with what I think is the most obvious one, which is to name the practice after the location. Um, so some of the pros of this are that um, in theory, it would help you with SEO. So for example, if your town is Smithville, um, and you name your practice Smithville Dentistry, um, when somebody who lives in Smithville goes onto Google and types in Dentist Smithville, um, in theory, you're more likely to come up because it's in your name. Um, and, you know, it's very clear where you are. Um, and just, I guess, from a marketing standpoint, that is pretty, pretty obvious. Um, I think the pros of that are, are fairly straightforward. Um, some of the cons, I guess I would say, are that you're somewhat limited geographically. So, um, you know, you're not going to open Smithville Dentistry, um, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes away, um, because then the geography is not going to make sense. So if you want to, in the future, have multiple locations and you want to keep the name and branding consistent among them, um, it might be more difficult to do that if you named it after one specific location. 
um, I guess you could be creative in terms of, you know, keeping a logo similar or something like that, but make the name different. But I think in terms of consistency for patients and brand awareness, that might be more difficult in the future. So I guess I want to say all of these kind of the pros and cons have to do with future implications um, the most, I think. So, for example, um, if you name the practice after yourself, um, the pro, I guess, is that it's connected to you. Um, And one of the major cons would be if you ever have other doctors that you bring into the practice um, or if you ever want to sell your practice, then, you know, the name wouldn't really match up. Um, Also, your practice is dependent on you as a person and you being the practitioner working in the office if you attach your name to it. Um, And then just, of course, you know, makes you more of a focal point in terms of your life, I want to say, just in terms of of name recognition. So that's kind of the two big things with future thinking, with location base and name base, because you have to think about how that might affect things when you want to expand your practice or if your goal is to not really be the practitioner seeing patients and be more of just the manager business owner then you probably don't want to name the practice after yourself um or if you're a woman like me and you're planning to change your name later in life um then you know you're gonna have to change your practice name if you want to change your name. Um, So that's just something to think about and not to say that you couldn't rebrand your practice in the future, um, whether it's location-based and then you start to branch out or, um, you know, you add doctors or change doctors and, but uh, it's definitely another thing to deal with that you might not necessarily want to um, if you know that that is kind of in your future plan to expand in in that one of those two ways. Now the third thing is to kind of come up with a I don't want to say arbitrary but another third term for your practice. Um, so in terms of dentistry, you know, that could be like something with smile or tooth or, you know, maybe not something dental related at all, just like, you know, happiness dentistry or something like that. Um, and I think that has the most scalability in terms of being able to, branch out to multiple locations, have whatever doctors you want. Um, But it's also the hardest to kind of make the connection. And I think if you're going to do that, you want to be fairly strong on uh, branding. And the reason that I say that is because 
those kind of third-party word practices tend to be the route that more um, corporate DSO offices go. They tend to be somewhat location-based, but also, um, you know, if they're really trying to scale and have any combination of doctors working there, you know, right, they, they like that option because of the mention, the reasons that I mentioned prior. It gives them the most freedom. So, um, as I already said, I ultimately chose to name my practice after myself and, um, my reasons for that were because I wanted to highlight the fact that A, I was not a corporate office and B, that I was a female and, um, my first name is a name that is, you know, traditionally a female name um emily is when people hear emily they think female um and they also don't think you know who am i going to be seeing they know like this is the doctor and this is her practice um and i think in the marketplace with the way that things are going you know we're going to continue to see consolidation and group practice and corporate offices and um part of my market niche i guess is that i am not that and um i wanted to use my practice name as a way to highlight that um and it's funny because i actually had a patient just last week um come in and tell me that they went to another office that was a corporate office and um they saw basically their their child was in what we call recall so waiting you know every six months or so monitoring baby teeth falling out adult teeth coming in to see kind of that sweet spot of when they're ready to start treatment so usually we check in with them every you know six months to a year and her dad said to me that you know this other office that they were going to was a corporate office and um, while all of the orthodontists that they met were nice and seemed capable that every time they went every six months they saw a different orthodontist Um, and he was like you know the reason for that is because they go off and they start their own practice but um, I just wanted to have my daughter see the same person and I saw that you know your name's on the door, so I figured you must have at least a five-year lease, and um, you'll be around during my daughter's whole treatment, um, and I was like, yeah, you're exactly right, like, you know, I'm not going anywhere, my name is here, it's attached to the practice, um, and it's it's just me, so um, it was nice to see something that I thought um when I was, you know, going that direction, actually, actually to have somebody say it to me and kind of validate that reason, um, because people do notice and think about that stuff, um, not everybody cares, some people are fine with, you know, seeing different doctors as long as they feel like they're capable, um, but I do believe that going forward, there is a market for people who want more of a one-on-one experience with one doctor who 
knows them, knows their family. Um, and I felt like using my name as my practice was a good way to kind of subconsciously highlight that with people. Whereas if, you know, it was ABC Orthodontics, um, they might not know off the bat that I'm the owner and that it's my practice and that I'm here for the long haul because while I know it's not corporate and not, you know, publicly or a big practice, when somebody just sees that name, they have no idea. But it's like implied when they see that the practice is named after a person, then that person is the doctor and the owner. Um, so I hope that kind of makes sense. And like I said, it was nice to see that my thought process was actually validated by a patient. So then I guess kind of piggybacking off of that, another thing that I mentioned was that I wanted to highlight the fact that I was female. So that is why I chose to call my practice Emily Funk Orthodontics as opposed to just Funk Orthodontics um, because when you just have my last name in there, um, there's nothing feminine about my last name and seeing that doesn't tell anybody that the doctor is a woman. And um, I felt and still do feel that the fact that I'm female is an advantage in the market where I am because the other doctors in the area are all males. And um, I think there is a market for patients who are looking for a female provider. So that's why I chose to make my full name so that it was, hey, this is the doctor. She owns the practice and she is a female. And I went back and forth because, like I mentioned, there are cons to this because the practice is very dependent on me and my brand and me being connected to it, me working in it um, in the future. And, um, you know, I guess I'm, quote, locking myself into that a little bit. Not that, you know, we can't make changes in the future if it comes up. But um, I felt that I really don't want to be like a hands-off owner. I want to actually be the provider and I want to treat patients. I love being an orthodontist and I want to continue to be one in the future. So I don't really see myself stepping into a role that is business only and non-clinical. So I don't think that that will be a huge issue in the future um and you know when it gets to the point where i'm ready to retire and sell my practice um i think the least of my concerns is going to be that my name is attached to the office and that they're gonna have to change it whoever is buying it um because at that point i won't really care <laughs> so um in the end i decided to name the practice after myself and um it's a little weird sometimes, um, you know, wearing a embroidered jacket that has my name and logo on it. Um, just, you know, mentally getting used to that. But I do think that it was the right decision 
for me. Like I said, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that what I chose is the right way to go, but I think it's just important to highlight some of the pros and cons with each of the options so that when you are naming your practice, if you decide to open your own, you can have that in consideration and feel like you're making an informed decision because rebranding is a process, um, as I can tell you from having done it with the podcast. And um, if you can avoid doing that, you definitely want to just in keeping with your brand and marketing um, much, much easier if you can stay consistent. So I hope that is helpful for you guys and gives you some food for thought for your future practices if you're interested in opening one. And um, with that, I'm going to end the podcast for this week and I will check in with you all after AAO. All right. Bye guys.